if you see that bouncing noob noob head, you know it's time. That's right, it's a Friday night, and we're live here with Our Reviews Will Kill You, the potentially preclentious, no, that's not a word, but it's still pugnacious podcast that brings you all the entertainment news that you crave, along with some just truly outstanding reviews. I am the man they know as Z, and I am joined live by uh, somebody who doesn't know what a camera can do because his camera, his uh, stupid laptop is blocking our camera. That would be the Noob Noob. I was too busy cleaning up. Because he always leaves a mess everywhere he goes. He's a slovenly slob. Absolutely. Does does blue curacao go bad? That's just a, a fun pet. Like, uh, only it. in your colon. Put, like seriously. No, I'm not tasting it. Taste it. There's only one difference in between the drink. Just taste it. No. Taste it. Absolutely not. I need it in your mouth. No. I need to know. No. Can I taste yours? No. God damn it. And then there's also the maestro extraordinaire, the man who makes things run, the one, the only. Scott Keebler. Hello again. Friday night, and we are live on YouTube. The chat is up and running. We love to see you join us in the conversation tonight. It is Friday. We are live on YouTube. It's another week. Uh, storms are rolling through, so if we suddenly go dark, it's because I lost power. So far, fingers crossed, that's not happened. Hoping that doesn't happen to us tonight. Or we've been censored. That does happen sometimes. Yes, because, uh, you know, we're very controversial out here in the orc workverse. And I'm just too popular because they, they don't want me to run for president in 2024. No, no one needs that. Oh, everybody needs it. <laughs> it would be the fruitiest country on earth. Oh, it really would be. Pineapples, bring mangoes. Mm. One day you should just come in here with a uh, one of those fruit basket hats. Snow peas. Uh, if you buy me one. Snow peas are not a fruit. But they're uh, green mm, peas? Yes. Green peas. Oh, uh, we can't hear you, Scott. Considering and, th- and there we go. Considering the chat's already starting to light up, let's go ahead and get our thing started tonight, shall we? Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. What is on today's show as we bicker here? Yeah. No. So we learn that uh, you know, feeding people to tigers is beneficial economically. Uh, we we find out that Marvel might be getting its uh, a blind little fellow back in action soon. Uh, Irish people. Uh, have a new diet plan and it is to eat dead bees and uh it's there's a bees. video yeah there's a video of a of a sexy irishman he might be hard during it i'm not sure we'll find out uh star trek has a new spin-off because god knows we need that uh batwoman is transitioning to what i'm not sure uh out, out of out of the, she's already out of the closet so i'm not sure what she's transitioning to and uh, there's more pictures of pods and bats and uh mobiles and and such that's uh, it's short on news, but we're going to do a lot of reviews, and a lot of that is Jeffrey Epstein, my father and hero, uh, and he is filthy rich. So we're going to find out why he's filthy rich. So filthy. So filthy, very rich, so tender and young. Then uh, we're going to take a ride on my snowmobile and uh, talk about my legends of tomorrow. Then uh, the Space Force preview, the new show that's confusing to me. Uh, I watched it all, but we'll, we'll only talk about a little bit of it since nobody watched the rest of it. <laughs> and uh, the show we all watched, I think, all of us, and we're going to do a full review of Rick and Morty Season 4, uh, which wasn't... Uh, we'll, we'll get to it. We'll get there. 
We'll cross that bridge when we get to I'm it. seriously concerned I'm drinking an expired tequila drink at this point. Like, when you open Blue Curacao, is it supposed to, like, puff, like it puffed? Yes, 100%. So, so, like, I need to taste your... Like, I need to know no. whether I'm going to die mid-show. You're not. Don't touch my drink. I... Nobodies. Send nudes, everybody's. Yeah, so Tiger King is apparently still a thing, and uh, we're going to talk about it again because it, it's not like it had a whole month of fame or anything. Uh, Carol Baskins is uh, apparently back getting, in the news. Apparently getting awarded for being a murderer. Uh, so she has won, and I don't know the full story, and I'm not going to click on it because there's a thing blocking my mouse pad. Uh, but she has apparently been awarded Joe Exotic Zoo. So that's fun. Uh, I'm not sure what she's going to do with it. Probably feed more people to tigers. Feed more people to tigers. Have sex with tigers. Jeez. Um, do tigers like dogs also like peanut butter lathered on testicles? Or is that just a dog thing? I'm sure they would love it if you slathered peanut butter all over your uh, testicles. I, hey, I'm asking for a friend, not me specifically. Uh, and then consumed said testicles. Yes. Well, you, testicles are a delicacy in certain Asian, uh, you know, t- table plates. Well, the story just gets crazier and crazier because now Jeff Lowe is claiming there's the body of a Native American boy buried beneath the property that Carol Baskin oh. just won. <laughs> so basically he's saying that she can't use that site. It's a sacred site. It's, and now it's completely uh, he was, unusable. It, it sounded like he was trying to give it back to the Native Americans before this all started. Um, at the same time, everyone's wondering what's happening to the animals. Jeff Lowe already opened a new zoo down towards uh, Mexico, Texas, down that way somewhere. Um, so the animals aren't there. She's only getting the property, and that's pretty much it. She's not getting any of the animals. She's not getting any of the the workers or anything like that. She's just getting the properties and nothing else. Was that because the will was forged? I think I wasn't listening because if, if it's not me talking, I don't listen. Was that what we're talking about? So, yeah. So she won the property because in the lawsuit that's been going on forever and because the original property was transferred to Joe's mom illegally, that meant that that never was actually true. So when Carol Baskins won the lawsuit... She got the property because it wasn't actually in Joe's mother's name. Which he then gifted to Jeff Lowe. Yes. We actually have um, we have audio from Joe in jail when uh, when he received this news. Dirty Perkish Harker back flat and fought and fill a bucket burden. Perkaluma burden, dirty bust and Martin and out of Baraka Fret Flipper up to put a loom. Walk and fresh walk back and slow it back, car and then cut it back. So he's not happy. That's that's obvious. That's not that's not real, is it? You don't know who that is? Is that um, Toucan Sam? No, not Toucan Sam. Sam. Will Smith. I'm trying to re- I can't. I'm trying to place that. I know who it is. Fox one like one. No, he's usually on the back of uh, mud flaps, isn't he, Ray Scott? Uh, yes, yes. It's close. It's not Elmer Fudd though. Rasafrazen. It's Yosemite Sam. There you go, Yosemite oh, Sam. Oh, he's you, a cartoon. He's the mustache dude, right? With the hat. So, and, and to, to make this even more crazy, as if it's not crazy enough, a Florida sheriff has confirmed that the will of Don Lewis, the missing millionaire husband of Carol Baskin, was forged. Yes, it was. I did say that. Yeah. Okay. He was getting there. He just never finished his, his thoughts. Okay. 
He was too busy thinking about blue fruity drink. No, well, I'm I'm honestly concerned that I'm drinking expired. Do you, do you need? To, do you need to? Are you going to continue with that, or do you need me to bring you the facts right now? Do you need? He might need to excuse himself. Oh no! Well, yeah, I'm going to have blue. I'm going to have blue tickle shits later for sure. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so a sheriff does confirm uh, that the will of Tiger King star Carol Baskin's missing husband was forged. So that's big news. Uh, Joe Exotic says somewhere in federal prison. I knew it. Okay, so there's a new twist in the tire. A Florida sheriff, uh, Will was forged. They called in some experts, and there was a forgery. I already had told them that two months ago. Okay, who cares? What is this? But, but, but it's it's past the um, the statute limitations. So there's Oof, no, yes. so there's nothing they can do about it. Nothing anyone can do. Really? Yeah, it's because it's past, the, it's past the statute limitations. It doesn't matter that it was forged, even though they know it's forged. He's been disappeared for too long what was the what did she get in the will his everything estate? his everything. estate he was a multi multi everything including Do- including what should have gone to the kids um i mean they Former got wife yeah they they she got everything because i mean that was the conversation they had was before the guy disappeared apparently like i'm in fear of my life he's redone the will he's tried to split his property up amongst his kids stuff like that and it just never happened because the will was forged and he got disappeared yeah i was never able to get that far on that show because it sucked so Mm, you're the only person in america who thinks that and i'm assuming it's emoji night in the thread because we have indra who posted i can't really tell what they are are they little people little women and and rob schrader's posted a couple uh bears or something tigers are they tigers i'm assuming I think they're, they're tigers. tigers we're talking tigers so it would only make sense let me blow that up and yes it does look like they are tigers oh so. my god that's cute so he has a real name that first person definitely doesn't sound like a real name she's probably just getting beaten tonight or something <laughs> um i don't know she's not whatever. at my house mm, no so what what's next on the news yeah so uh then marvel is having some big news Apparently, Daredevil could be back in Marvel's hands sooner than we think. Uh, in just a few months? That, that, that could be cute. I don't know what they're going to do with it, honestly. Uh, I, I, they're not going to make... I don't think they're going to make a movie. <laughs> so, oh my God, he is chained up. That's he hot. He is absolutely chained up. That's hot. But uh, yeah, so Marvel fans who were a big fan of Daredevil... I didn't even watch the last season of Daredevil, now that I think about it. Because I knew it was canceled, so I didn't even bother. It was good. It was really yeah. good, yes. I guess now that it's coming back, maybe... Is it still on Netflix? I wonder if it's still on Netflix. Yeah, I think Netflix owns that property. Although, I guess they could sell it back to Disney+. I Plus. think that's why they're going to be getting it back is because the, the contract with Netflix and everyone else is going to be expiring soon enough. So I'm assuming that's why they're going to be able to get it back. Yeah, so there is kind of rumor. Apparently, Kevin Feige is a big fan of the uh, Matt Murdock depiction by what's that actor's name? Um, shit biscuits. Matt shit biscuits. Hold on. Matt Murdock. Well, the actor who plays that that depiction, he's a big fan of, and ben, he wants him. It's, it's uh, Ben Kingsley. It no, is it's not, not Ben him. Kingsley. He's an okay. old British dude. He is. He played Gandhi. Uh, okay, so it wasn't and him. And not Daredevil. Oh. Sean Connery. Charlie Cox. Charlie Cox. Charlie Cox. I knew it had a fun name. And there's rumors that he might show up in the next Spider-Man movie, Spider-Man 3. That would make sense because they're both in New York. Yeah. But how's he going to find Spider-Man? He is blind. Spider-Man's going to need some help because he's been outed. 
And what the hell is Daredevil going to do? Honestly, like Daredevil... In, Represent uh, him in court for all the lawsuits that are going to happen to Spider-Man. Oh, that would be cool. Especially Absolutely. Now, be cool especially now that his identity has been exposed. Yes, he has... Uh, he's going to file an identity theft case against Jay Jameson. <laughs> so I think that it's kind of exciting. I, I know a lot of people were big fans of those characters. They really liked the casting of the Defenders. Whether or not they liked the shows, I think is a different different scenario we all we reviewed uh all of those seasons and and they clearly some of the quality went down but i know there was a big big people love that daredevil and they, and they really enjoyed that last season of daredevil that is so. one of those things where all those actors and actresses that portrayed all those characters were amazing they were really good the writing absolutely fell flat especially when it came to jessica jones and the defenders it, it was just a, an abortion did any of us... I forget. Did we watch the last season of Jessica Jones? Yes. Yeah. We watched and reviewed it. We did. Yes. It was what, awful. Just give me a refresh. What was it her again? Mother, was it the her mother mom. thing? Yeah. Her yeah, mom her came mom. back. Okay. Yeah, that was the last season, right? And it was re- there was no villain and her mom was in it and it was really boring. Okay. I, I didn't know if that was the last season or not because I remember that one really sucked. Yes. God, that is Something such a about that drink. cat attitude girl with the wild cat or whatever the hell her oh, name is. Oh, yeah. Hellcat. That's yeah. right. No, it was not good. But uh, yeah, Daredevil could be cool if he comes into the MCU. I, I don't know if he comes over. If sure. he comes over where there's proper writers and storytelling and stuff like that, then yeah, we're all looking forward to it. Just like I'm sure we would. Everybody thinks that John Barenthal, yeah, he gave the definitive over version of Punisher. So, and all of them cross over with Spider-Man. So I, I, that, I think it's a win-win-win no matter what happens. And, so that, we'll see. and that was an interesting thing when John Barathol first came out. Everyone said, this is not my Punisher. And by midway through that season, everyone was in love with the guy. Who said not my Punisher? When it first started, when we first saw John Barenthal, a lot of people were like, not my Punisher. Because Punisher supposed to be this huge jack dude and everything else. And John Barathol just wasn't really taking the look. They, 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 a lot of people weren't happy with the way he looked when it first came out. And it was shown that he was the Punisher. He proved them all wrong very quickly. Yes, he oh, brought he uh, me. a great level of physicality and uh, brutality to the I character. I know someone in the chat who would love to be punished by the Punisher. Chains and whips and all. Chains Roses and whips everywhere. And punishment. Is that, Screaming no is it, and she means yes. Is it that Ron guy? It's definitely Ron. <laughs> it's oh definitely that Ron, Ron, call me, baby. I love you. <laughs> uh, so you know what we should do together, Ron, on our next date, if you're listening still? Uh, we should eat dead bees, much like Conor McGregor. Because obviously, if we eat dead bees, we'll become crazy Irish people and we'll and make multi-millionaires? Will yeah, we multi-millionaires. Will we be able to have, will we be super rich, like have more than $10 million in the bank? And not only does he do this, he does this for breakfast. I'm not really sure the nutritional benefits for this. Was it to get honey? There's better ways. <laughs> There's no, better ways. I think let's, let's, let's watch the video first and then we'll figure out exactly what the hell's going on. I don't really know if I want to watch the video. It's quite, nope, don't, you're showing it anyway. <laughs> hold them, hold them quick. What is going on here? Oh my God. Hey, first, he it's the Tiger a- King. Oh. It's the Tiger. It's all come together. Is there sting in them now? What? Just eat them like jellies. They're bees. Look, jump the bees. Meet them like, like jellies. No. That What did it taste like? You can see the honey coming out of the back of it. Look. What is it? Look at the seed thing coming out of the back of it. Oh my lord, what is this? Is he speaking English? I'm not sure. You like dicks? Kind of. You like bees? You like bees? 
No. Two. Why? I mean the bees. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm a celebrity. Get me out here. Bees are very nutritional. He was not impressed with the bees. Well, from a, there is actually a big movement for humans to eat insects because, uh, you know, there's a, a level of ethics that's involved in eating meat. And, uh, you know, they're extremely nutritional. And if you want to keep the entire world fed with protein, insects might be the way to go. So, Noob you're not only going to be eating dicks, you're going to be eating worms and bees. I'd rather be waterboarded. When are we doing that video? Oh, that's right. I forgot we're waterboarding Yes, him. we have to be waterboarded. Waterboard, we know you have to be waterboarded. Only if I can waterboard you back. And eating bees. Yeah, I'm not. No. E I'm not eating a grasshopper burger. That's not going to happen. No, I. I have heard that grasshopper chocolate chip cookies are actually really good. You can have them. What if we had a blind taste test? Uh, only if it's noob noob. Nope. Yeah. Nope. We already did that with oh, Burger King. That's right. We're gonna do it. Yep. I literally, I'm, I'm reading an article, and I don't think that there was a reason he ate bees. He just they're sticky. They're packed full of energy, and they give you that extra punch. No, they don't. Where does that say that? It's right on the label. It was, it was on the label no. of the thing. If they're you, if they're you, not you honey it, nut Cheerios. Then, they're fucking yeah. bees. <laughs> they're honey nut bees, not <laughs> honey Cheerios. Nut bees. You can see. He said he can see the honey on them. I it's don't a, know. If the that's honey true. does not sit on bees. They have pollen on them, also, but not honey. If, uh, if, if they were honeybees, then those motherfuckers are, are dying endangered. Off. They need to be pollinating flowers, not in an Irishman's stomach. <laughs> He's like an bees? idiot! Oh, my God. I, I, I don't understand. Give me the bees. I'm going to eat them bees. Okay. That, you like them bees? That's not Irish at all. Oh, it is Irish. I don't know what that is. Not good is what it is. Oh, it is good. Let's move from something not good to something worse. Star Trek. Uh, so Star Trek has... New Star Trek? N yeah, I yes, guess Yes, new so. Star there Trek we is go. That's the perfect picture Scott just put up. The, 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 the bald guy being like, oh, why? You mean the Picard? The bald guy. But the real Picard, not the fake Picard. The, who's the fake Picard? James the one McElroy? that's in the new Picard, who's the beaten old man who gets yelled at by everyone. That's still the same actor, though. But it's not the same character. It's not. Scott, is that the same Picard? No, <laughs> it's exactly. not. It's not. It's 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 a more dramatic Picard. Um, it's actually what happened was Picard was caught in the holodeck, and that entire thing was all an illusion that he uh, believed he was in. Fake news. That's yes. that's what that's what Picard was. It was actually none of that happened. It was all a uh, broken holodeck. Well, from one old shitty captain Spoiler, to spoiler. another. Uh, so there's going to be another Star Trek bringing it to a third Star Trek spinoff, I think? <coughs> is it the same losers bringing it to us? Uh, it is. CB CBS All Access. So this is going to be another uh, spinoff called Strange New Worlds focused on uh, oh, that's just so Captain sexy. Pike, Spock, and number one. Who's number Does one? that seem like a picture that makes you want to watch Star Trek? Oh, absolutely. I didn't want to watch Star Trek to begin with. So the picture is uh, the guy who plays Captain Pike. Who did you watch Discovery, Scott? Enough to see Captain Pike on it? No, no, I, I bailed out early on. Um, it, it, it wasn't good. It wasn't good at all. I've Some seen. Actually, this image reminds me. I've seen this before. This is the one where the dad he's cooking dinner, and the mom realizes that she has an attraction to the son, and his pointy ears. So they sneak off and do some things that are not allowed in forty-seven states. I thought Spocks don't have sexual feelings. 
Oh no no no! In this in this one they do. He forced her. Oh well, you know that's Rebecca Romaine. He he spocked her. Oh, Rebecca boy. Romaine Stamos. No, it's not Rebecca Romaine Stamos. It's not anymore. Stamos anymore. Rebecca, it's Rebecca Romaine, Romaine Salad. Yes. Yeah, John Stamos fucked that one up. Like, what did he do wrong? Well, now she's number two. So, or is she number one? She's number, she's number two. Is, is that she a number character name from like other lore of That's Star Trek? That's the, the the nickname they give to the first officer. Number one. Oh, it's also yeah. it's, wow. it's, it's it's also what timeline is this? Because they got Spock there with them, but in the movies. Spock doesn't show up until Kirk shows up. No, uh, Spock served on the Discovery, I, I, if I recall correctly. Yeah, yeah, but not not according to the movies. Remember, in the movies, they were showing. Oh no, this is not the Kelvin timeline. This okay. is the shitty All Access timeline. Oh well, no, this is just confusing. I am highly confused, and uh, I don't know why she's like leaning on the captain's chair like that, and Spock's all like, "Hey there." Boys, it's so I'm weird. I'm gonna come give Spock you some. Weird, I'm gonna give you that Vulcan neck pinch. He looks I'm a little pinch weird. I'm a pinch. Oh okay. Everyone, just weird. remember to live long and prosper. I'm a Vulcan neck. Oh do you just do things everyone, just to show if you're painted finger? Everyone, like, yes, he honestly. does. Everyone, live long and prosper. What That's color? What color did you hit? Like magenta green or something? What, what's that today? Just black. Just black. Scott's decided he no longer wants to live in normal society. Yes. He's just pantsless and finger painted. Normal society is boring. I'm creating my own. Mm. That that way, when he fingers his butthole, there's just, you know, colors running out with his shit. There's, there's, it's actually. (laughs) This is rated E for everyone, noob noob. Why do you always have to uh, take it there? There's rated E for Scott Erotica. Actually, Uh, actually, what's weird, this is uh, color, uh, heated color uh, nail polish. So when it gets a different temperature, it does change color. needs to know. So it does, it will turn brown depending on how hot it gets. Oh, it's going to turn brown no matter what you do with it, Scott. (laughs) Whoa, 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 whoa. Depending on, I mean, you know, even just going in a little bit, it's going to turn brown. So just to be clear, so there's two timelines for Star Trek. There's the CBS All Access timeline and the Kelvin timeline with and J. then J. the Abrams. real timeline of real Star Trek and not all this trash. But the but the Kelvin timeline was a branch off of the real timeline, the original timeline. Correct? That was just J. 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 Abrams being lazy. Yeah, but no, now the Kelvin is supposed to be the the original Star Trek Next Generation. Um, DS9, Deep Space Nine, uh, that's all the Kelvin timeline, right? Yes, all the way up until the one with Scott Bakula. All right. And what's the Celsius that was timeline? An, what was that one called? I forget. And what's, I don't know. And what's Who the cares? Fahrenheit timeline? The <laughs> Fahrenheit, Fahrenheit 9-11. Timeline. I don't know yes. what, you know. The only timeline I respect is the one with J.J. Abrams because that man knows how to blow shit up. <laughs> he certainly does yes. know how to blow things up. A weird Did- side note. Uh, what, what, what was the fact in, in the first trilogy, George Lucas for Star Wars? Only- in the first six films that George Lucas filmed of Star Wars, he blew up exactly how many planets, Noob Noob? I believe just one. And what was the name of that planet? Xandor. No, it was Alderaan. Okay. In... In um, all of J.J. Abrams' movies, I guess it's seven of them at this point. So all the the Star Trek, if you combine the Star Trek and, and the Star, Star Wars, Wars, so the Star movies, the Star movies that J.J. Abrams has, has has created, he has blown up a total of nine planets. Yes, he has blown up the Milky Way galaxy. <laughs> I am about as, I am about as interested as uh, Captain Mackey here. It, that's not Ca- that's not Captain Pike. No, it's that not. is. Yeah, Pike, sure. that is what's going to happen to Captain Pike, by the way, in the future. So we already know what happens to him. He, he gets turns a stroke and sits in a box. Okay, 
Mm-hmm. That's cute. And then he dies. Well, let's transition to a woman of transitioning, and that's Batwoman. Uh, so I think we broke the news. Well, we oh, I did forget to mention one thing about Star oh, Trek, just sure. going back real quick. Yep. There is a rumor. You heard it here first, folks. Little tiny rumor that Netflix may buy Star the, Star Trek. The rights to Star Trek are very confused. They're all over the place. Um, but the CBS parent company, I, I, I forget the name of it off the top of my head, owns most of the rights, including, but they do split them with Paramount on some level. There, there's some sort of deal out there because Netflix is worried about losing most of its original content that they may buy Star Trek outright so they can have something where they can do it themselves. So maybe Star Trek gets saved by Netflix. Yeah, if, if they do the same thing that like Marvel does where they have the same guy that runs everything, hopefully, fingers crossed. They got to get it out of CBS's hands. What the, is it Viacom? I think it's Viacom CBS. Is that the giant merger? I don't know. It, it's sure. Their, they've, they've merged and moved so much that there's no keeping track anymore. Well, I know their, their stock is in the tank. So anyway, uh, back to Noob Noob transitioning. Yes, I am transitioning mainly to try to get the role of Batwoman in season two. No, uh, we already said that I was auditioning for the role. Yeah, but Wait, you don't have the tits for it. I'm just who's not the right auditioning man for, the job? for a role of the lesbian on this show. Who's the biggest lesbian? Oh well, yeah. Scott does have painted black fingernails. Scott is the biggest lesbian on this that show. Is, this and is he's true. got longer hair. He's got the longest hair, biggest bosoms. That's oh, right. Man. Finger- oh my! This all makes sense. He's just you know maybe has to hit the treadmill a little bit. Uh, <laughs> he's just willing to get into fighting shape yeah, for get- this. <laughs> Uh, so, Batwoman Season 2 is replacing Ruby Rose's Kate Kane with a brand new character. They're not just recasting the character of Kate Kane, so that's going to be weird. And uh, we found this out because there is a late casting call for a new character named Ryan Wilder, which is oh, probably just a stage... That's probably just a placeholder. I, I don't sure know. sure about that? I, I Who knows? fucking hope so. But the casting is described as a female, mid to late 20s, any ethnicity, so they're open... Uh, and raise fans' eyebrows is the following sentence. Ryan Wilder is about to become Batwoman. So it's just some random person that's going to become Batwoman. So, so Kate Kane is going to leave her bat suit on the street. On the street. And some, some random, random lesbian is just going to pick it up and be like, <laughs> Why you know has it got to be a lesbian? Oh, no. Th- I'm going to read more. That's what, oh, okay. It has to be a lesbian. It has to be a lesbian. According to their it casting, has, it has yeah. to be. So the description continues. She's likable, messy, a little goofy and untamed. She's also nothing like Kate Kane, the woman who wore the Batsuit before her. And although the casting calls are known to create fake parts for audition, the Ryan Wilder character will in fact be replacing Kate Kane as uh, Batwoman Season 2. So a hundred pound woman, white woman, will be replaced by... No, it says any ethnicity. No, I was saying Kate Kane was about a hundred pounds. So she has to be a hundred pounds and be able to beat large men to death. Because that was Beat off large men. Absolutely. Yeah. I, uh, See, at least uh, Black Widow uses a, a gun and, like, sticks yeah, that like tase wep- people. Like weapons and... Yeah, know. she uses, like, all sorts of spy weapons and, like, she's crafty, but I, I don't know about... It's also... About it's also... One. Question is, like, how, how are they going to do that kind of transition, especially on the fly? Because they've got the timeline with her sister. They've got... 
the timeline with Lucius's kid. I mean, it's it's so weird. You, why are you saying you watched this whole show and no. you are now concerned as a fan no, I'm, as to I'm, what they're I'm, doing I'm, with the plot? I'm not. I'm not. It's going to kill the show. I mean, the show's dead. <laughs> what do you mean the show's already dead? The show's dead. It has dead. the lowest ratings out of anything. So, on no, yeah. so nobody Next cares. Next will really kill it. Oh, and, this is the nail in the coffin. Yeah, this yeah. this is. It's so th- this is the finale of the casting call. Uh, the call continues with no one in her life to keep her on track. Ryan spent years as a drug runner, dodging the GCPD, masking her pain with bad habits. A girl who would steal milk for an alley cat could also kill you with her bare hands. Ryan is the most dangerous type of fighter, highly skilled and wildly undisciplined. Who trained her? Fucking thing out, sucks. An out lesbian, so she has to be a lesbian. Okay. Athletic, raw, passionate, all very much your stereotypical American hero. Or not I your all American hero. I have a bad feeling hero. about this. I have a bad feeling about this. Yes. So I, you're saying that she has not trained under numerous senseis for like 10 years, traveling around like, I don't know, China, getting beaten to death in prisons, or, that or type train, of thing. Or, or trained by an Eskimo. Under the oh, ice. that is true. Kate Kane was trained by an Eskimo to, to survive under ice Is this water. like the comic book version of her? What do you mean? Was you her, saw the show. What Eskimo trained her? There was an Eskimo in, in the, the very first episode, first episode that really? we all watched that trained her. I remember it. She went under the ice and had to break through the ice, which I think was a metaphor for her breaking through with her sexuality. Uh, I, don't I don't know. Uh, maybe. <laughs> so what else can it's we It's an outrage. So apparently, going from Batwoman to Batman, uh, there are more Batmobile picks out there, I-, I guess, if people care. And now, well, it's turned from mild interest into severe uh, disappointment from the automobile uh, community, which it's, it's fascinating. <laughs> Scott put up what the fuck? a picture of the new Batmobile. It looks a little small. I think it's a one-seater now. It uh, you know, it has the 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 traditional yellow logo, it's, which it's we're green. all big fans of. It is of. green. It's it's battery powered. It's battery powered, so it's a green mobile. Six volts. And I'm. <laughs> what, what's the age? What do you think? That's ages three to five. Three to are, three is that to at least seven. Four? At least seven. All right, you know what? That, that, that's that's just being funny. Let's um. <laughs> nope. That's oh, see. I I had that one as a kid actually. No. Oh, Wait, you really did. Yeah. Yeah dating himself oh my god yeah yeah and his his white privilege all right so, Whoa, so i'm not white i'm 134 so there it is so no, it's, not, not. it's not that Prove one it. maybe it's this one also no that one is the one from uh george clooney is although it not? that's bat nipples that's yeah. bat nipples i would yeah. I, although i would have loved that where was that when i was a kid i would have loved that i would that. not have loved that one i do not like that one so this is the real picture now so in case you've seen any of the pictures of the Batmobile, it, it looks more like a sports car, it's, I guess, it's at this like, point. Like a Dodge Charger. Yeah, just a but souped bef- up old classic car. But before, when you saw it in the shadows and like with the pictures of Batman in it, people were actually intrigued and like, okay, we'll give this a shot. Now, actual car aficionados are like, that thing looks like a big piece of trash. It looks all right. What's Does wrong with it? Does not look all right. Doesn't it look looks all right like at all. a piece. Of, it's not even good enough to be in Mad Max. Uh, yeah, but it's more realistic. No, it looks like someone literally stuck a box on some wheels and decided they would drive it. And you know, criminals 
You know when you're driving and you're trying to stop crime, you should always have LED lights on you so that the bullets are accurate to where they're aiming. Yeah, I always have always have multiple LEDs on the hood so they can shoot directly at the engine and put some runners on the ground as well so that way they know where to shoot for the tires. I mean, where's the uh, where's the ground effects? Why not just put ground effects in? Uh, does this thing this does this thing have hydraulics? It has to have hydraulics. It should have hydraulics. Do you have any other images there, Scott? I do not. Because there was some car aficionados that actually just, gave some, some input some on this. Ones. One of the things that they were complaining about was the uh, the exhaust, where they just said, not only is the rear engine exposed, but the exhaust is something ridiculous that's just not even feasible. I think these came from the Twitter of uh, the director, Matt Reeves. Matt Reeves, but I could be wrong on that. I think it's the far right one, Scott, top right. That one, I think people were complaining about the, uh, mm, that one's not as accurate. There's definitely one from Matt Reeves where you can see the exposed engine and they just said there's like 18 different tubes coming out of the exhaust and they're like, what is the point of all of these things? They, they enjoy the functionality of the Batmobile and when they saw this, they were like, this looks like some idiot put it together. So from the car community to you, they're not fans of the Would new Would you rather Batmobile. have the Tumbler, this, or the Batfleck mobile? I don't like the Batfleck mobile that much. It looks like a uh, weird race car that's not quite finished. I think those are the picks there. Yeah, you showed that one, Scott, and then that it one looks like a DeLorean kind it of. It looks like that's, a shitty that's DeLorean. That's from the front. Yeah, that's from the front. I could. I wasn't even sure at first if that was from the front or back there. There's the yeah, yeah. That's that looks a little weird, right? Definitely, it doesn't, definitely, like there's no scoop. Definitely not getting down any close streets in the city with that. With those, no, out. you're not going down. Like, why is it so wide? What's the point of that? It doesn't look that there's, in there. Uh, there's the back. So see how like there's all those extra the extra exhaust pipes and stuff, and they're like, it looks cool. Wh- why would you have an exposed engine on a car? It looks cool. It does not look cool. Maybe it's no, it doesn't. Yes. Uh, most exposed engines are not bulletproof. Maybe yeah. it's bad because because it, these are bu- bulletproof valve coverings, bulletproof exhaust. There, <laughs> you know the f- the, the flywheel, which is completely exposed right there, not susceptible to anything. Even the crankshafts there are completely exposed. Yeah, this is very very smart to do when uh when you're trying to you know escape from criminals and cops alike. Well, he's not escaping. He's chasing. And you don't chase from the front. You chase from the back. So You that's know not- all about chasing from the back. And uh, Bootleg, as always with the zingers, um, <laughs> this is a good one. Bootleg says, did Batman pimp out the Tesla truck? So, <laughs> Oh, that would be kind of No, cool. <laughs> but funny enough, I did put down my deposit on a Tesla truck. You have money to put down on a Tesla truck? Ever since I, ever since I became unemployed, I have a ton of cash. Oh, okay. So, Is that because I would get political right now, but I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> oh what have you been doing with your spare time there? Um, a lot of masturbation, um, oh. but also taking government money, putting it away, and putting it towards a Tesla truck when they come out next year. Or at, 20, at least you're reinvesting in the economy, Scott. That's not your back taxes. No, no, I'm not paying my taxes okay. still. Screw that. No, not your okay. back taxes. What? What? The money I get from the government, I'm going to give back to the government? Screw that. <laughs> Yeah, so you can, you know, not owe the government anymore. So they don't <laughs> come and raid your home. That's overrated. Okay. Uh, yes. Uh, Scott and Wesley Snipes. Scott, Friends yeah. forever. Scott Lee Snipes. Scott Lee Snipes. 
So we're not we're done with the uh, the the atrocious Batmobile. Uh, yeah, I think that, and then we're done. How with- is Tiny Bat Tiny Batman does not need that wide of a car? Well, because he's so fat, he needs to have cushioning. Oh, because he stopped working out. Yes, he did. He did do that, yeah. but he'll still be rail thin. I really this am. Is curious my about this is Batmobile right here. <laughs> that is the perfect this Batmobile for Batmobile. Tiny Batman. It don't fits you, ages three through seven. This is my Batmobile. This is what I use to track down the criminals of Gotham. And maybe, maybe this is a different take where Batman isn't really going to be fully trained, and the first time he goes out, he is just going to get fucking am, annihilated. This is Batman I year am two. Fully trained. I have the training pants. I have not had an accident in three weeks. So if this is Batman year two, is he going to be old enough to drive the Batmobile <laughs> if it only fits three to seven? Batman three will be Batman gets his license. <laughs> so you mean Alfred's going to be driving him around? That's why it needs to be so that wide. That would be pretty good. Because it's, it's a two-man operation. Alfred drives Batman around because he's tiny Batman. And, see, and problem, sometimes has accidents in his pants. And that's what it is. The problem with the other Batmobile that you saw, there's no room for a booster seat. Oh boy! <laughs> so I can't use it. I prefer this Batmobile here, which is a six-volt powerhouse. Six-volt powerhouse. So are we moving on to reviews at this? We point? are moving on to reviews. No, yes. we have one more piece of news, which you oh, keep forgetting. We do. What Everyone keeps speaking of speaking of Batman and DC. In case you didn't know, Batman is owned by DC Comics. You know, created I guess wow, eighty something years ago. Nobody knows that. No, nobody at all. Really new news. Absolutely new news. Uh, this has just happened today. DC Comics announced that it is dropping Diamond Distributors as its primary distributor. Diamond has the monopoly on uh, comic book distribution. Obviously, the comic book industry is in big trouble right now, especially with everything being closed. They were struggling to begin with, and they're hurt, obviously, even more. So now uh, Diamond, which was the only game in town in distribution, is... Uh, basically losing 30% of its business because DC is leaving. There's not a lot of details as to why, but DC has been more friendly than Marvel towards the comic book shop owners where they were renegotiating returnability and some of the other things that we talked about in other episodes to help keep the comic book industry alive. The thing I have to say about this is, you know, I I grew up collecting comics and I I know um, Scott did as well. Noob Noob's an idiot, so who knows what he thinks. I like books. I like books. He just likes Tiny Hi, Batman. He just likes books with pictures in it. I like picture books. But Pop-up picture but books. But the point is, the reason why we have the MCU and Batman and all these superhero things that we love is because the comic book industry exists. So we want them to say, stay alive and healthy and you know bring more uh, relatable, amazing characters to us. But so they're, they're, we'd hate to see them die. But there are there should be other uh, outlets, other you know comic book outlets, not just Diamond, right? Well, there are two. They're going with two independent companies. I don't know the name of them off the top of my head. Um, it's not that important. But basically, these are two startup distributors that are, that are going to pick up uh, the business that Diamond is going to lose. And from what I understand, uh, Diamond is a Canadian-owned company. So the new distributors will be U.S.-based companies. So I think that's also... I think it's always good to break up monopolies and create competition. So I think that's a good thing as well. So we'll see what happens. I played we'll Monopoly last week. Yes, you did. You were the thimble. I. What's the thimble? It's how big what you is are. A thimble? I was the puppy. It's, no, you were the thimble. You were the thimble. It, it resembles the size of your wiener. 
Yes. Oh my God. I don't have those. I'm transitioning. <laughs> so uh, I guess we're transitioning now to reviews. <laughs> Give me a little uh, bit of that plus ultra. Sure. I love that plus ultra. Whatever that is. You well, get, what? Nothing. Okay. So I, I think I'm just going to add a, one to the list because I think I forgot last episode. Uh, so I'm going to talk about a future review that I'm going to do, and that is for an expansion pass for the greatest game of all time, especially of 2020. That's Dragon Ball Z. Oh, you son of a bitch. Because <laughs> I'm wearing no, the shirt. God. I knew as soon as I said plus ultra, no, it was going to tip God, us all. Oh, yeah, there we go. No. I just had to get that in. There no. is an expansion for, for DBZ Kakarot, and uh, it's going into Kakarot. the... DBZ Super Saga with guys, so it's going to be awesome. And this is why I drink. Yeah, what, what is that? Is that cheap whiskey, or what, is, what are you drinking? <laughs> no, that's not cheap, dud. That's Lafroy 10-year. That is a very nice, very peaty, and very aromatic scotch. What's the, what's the MSP on that? Is that a sponsor of ours? It is not, but it is like one of my favorite scotches, so I really don't care. That's there. Deal with it. What, they what don't, I'm going to do... They don't sponsor us, but I drink it anyway, so screw you. Is it because I'm gonna buy? I think it's what is it like a 14 year double? I don't know. It's like 150 bucks. I'm Why? Buy. I don't know because it's expensive and I like it. Uh, that's ne- that's just keep year. throwing that privilege around. Yeah, white privilege. Uh, although Cherokee. Privilege, I mean, that's that's actually. something you are I do. Not Cherokee. That's something I do every year for my birthday. I'll go ahead and buy myself a nice bottle. Last year I did a 21 year Jameson. Oh. Why would you buy a Jameson? Any what? Because a, J- Jameson? a Jameson's my favorite whiskey of all time. How much? How much was it? Uh, like two fifty. You can't say the, the, the money, the monetary value does not. Alcohol doesn't have like real monetary and value. It tr- also true because I've had I've had cheap whiskeys that were better than more expensive whiskeys. It is all by the taste palette. But that is something that I trip myself to every year for my birthday. I go and buy myself a very nice bottle of scotch or whiskey. Oh, that's nice. Isn't that so nice of you to you, treat yourself? You know what? Who's going to treat yourself a little bit? That's right. You could treat Every yourself even more if you were Jeffrey Epstein. Well, oh, he's you dead now. Treat yourself with but anything. But he was filthy rich. Absolutely. There was a Netflix documentary, uh, which I neglected to review <laughs> for the show. I review. I watched it, but I I neglected to review it. You suck at Netflix. Oh no! I am not very good at the Instagrams. I'm the only one who runs it. Those I mean, Instagrams. See, see, don't bother, because I send reviews in. Noob Noob doesn't ever post them. So I, I don't just, get pictures. Don't when bother. was the last time you reviewed a show, Scott? I, Actually, I, I still have it saved. I'll did you watch a single show that we I'll reviewed this week? I'll tell you what week? it is. I yeah, have it, I I still, have it He still has it saved, and yet it still hasn't been done. I just I, I just watched another one on Netflix, another anime on Netflix that I could talk fairy about. Fairy Tale. Yeah, Fairy, fairy tale. tale. I just watched another one on Netflix that I can talk about, but I'm not going to bother because <laughs> none of my reviews ever go out, so... You. you watch one show a month. <laughs> like, the unemployed person watches one show yes. a month. Yes. Did you watch Snowpiercer? Yes. Oh, wait. We'll get to that. I forgot. Okay. I'm sorry. Review <laughs> my father's <laughs> memoirs. Let's just talk about Jeffrey Epstein my father. first. My father. Yes. Noob yes. Noob's father. My adopted father. Adopted father. I yes. went to his sex island. <laughs> you and Bill Clinton were at that orgy island. Did you fly 25 times with uh, Bill Clinton oh, as well? I definitely made Bill Clinton come 25 times. Oh. 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 Well, I mean, if it's what he preferred, then. 
So, okay, why don't you read the critic consensus and what the tomato meter says, and then I'll give my assessment of this. Sure. So, the critic consensus, it lacks new insight, but by focusing on the stories of survivors, Filthy Rich sheds lights on the lasting impact of Epstein's crimes. The tomato meter, while not having a lot of reviews, 79%. Audience score, much less, uh, with 57%, with only 89 reviews in and uh, I, for once with Netflix, I could not even remotely agree more. Uh, they put it better than almost I could have put it. Uh, there's not a lot of new information in this. And there is um, the one thing that is interesting. You get to hear from the survivors. But I would say that the survivors were not that clued in as to what Jeffrey Epstein's ultimate plans were. There are hints of it towards the end where one or two of the survivors explains how Jeffrey Epstein... Um, had everything filmed all the time. His entire penthouse and every place that he lived in his numerous houses were wired to the gills with um, remote viewing, you know, hidden cameras and everything everywhere. And And they hint at the fact that they know that there's a larger conspiracy at play. And while I would not consider myself a conspiracy theorist, I will say that there's clearly some sort of conspiracy here clearly so um, were there cameras in epstein's jail cell oh you know shockingly enough you know those didn't work the night he killed himself so weird shockingly weird huh epstein didn't kill himself oh uh, yeah he was he was uh you know took it out taken you, out are you saying that obama did it why are you saying that noob noob that's racist no why, why would you even think that because hear your obama thoughts. hates white people you heard it here first Wow, that is... Did he drone strike actually, him? Actually, Noob, that wasn't hurt here first. There's been assholes for years trying to say that. That really? Obama took him out? I'd say it's more that, like no, the Clintons. No, that, <laughs> that Obama hates white people. Oh, I don't, I don't know anything about that. There's been, there's been uh, idiots for years saying dumb shit like that. Noob, Noob, you're not the first. I do think it was nice that the the, the girls who were involved, who were obviously all victims... You are it, fake news fascinating how the media portrayed them as prostitutes which I thought was kind of ridiculous these girls were all basically drawn into as they say numerous times in the 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 documentary that it was some sort of weird um, sexual pyramid scheme <laughs> like if you came and had sex with him he'd pay you and then if you brought another girl with you he'd pay you for that other oh, girl is this, is this so like like the one that just came out the girl from um the girl from uh supergirl i guess it was was like the part of the sex cult the the and oh the, she was part of uh fuck uh, you um, mean then the girl from nexium smallville. yeah yes, smallville that's smallville Al- allison mack Yes. No, this That's is like two years Nexium. Ago. That's it, Nexium. Well, what is it? I guess there are some parallels you could draw from that where the girls would end up recruiting a whole bunch of other girls to go and do this stuff finish for them. Him. I don't yes, they would finish him <laughs> <laughs> on a daily basis, two to three times a day. I mean, it just kept going. So I, I don't know how I feel about it. They really did not bring any new information. There's literally, this dude was doing this for 30 years, and there's just huge gaps in the timeline, and I don't know. So he was basically Bernie Madoff of underage sex trafficking. Something like that. Your information so, helps so I don't me. know. I would say, is it really worth watching? Not necessarily. If you, if you paid attention to anything in the news... You already know the whole story. If you want to hear some of the women's perspective, the only thing I want to point out, and I'm not trying to be like the world's biggest jerk on this, but folks, 
if you're an artist and you want to paint people, don't paint your underage daughter or your underage sisters naked. Just do me a favor. Don't do that. And then don't have pictures for reference to, to, to paint naked pictures of your daughters and sisters and mothers. and Just don't do it. Okay. Please, just don't what, do it. But what if it's tasteful? That's weird. No, th- that's what... It, <laughs> tasteful nudes. It was, it was kind of ridiculous. One of the girls was a really good artist, and she was painting naked pictures of her sisters who are underage, and those pictures oh, got man, stolen. Oh, man, geez, seriously? I just... I was like, this is the rabbit hole that I don't want to go down, and I'm frightened and afraid, and I don't want to hear any more of this. La, 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 la. Boy. Um, That escalated quickly. Let's finish on one of your conspiracy theories. I don't want to... I don't want to finish on anything. Do you... Oh, you want to finish on all Not with Jeffrey... No. Finish him! So, do you believe that Jeffrey Epstein was part of the CIA? Are you asking me seriously? Like, for real, for real? Or are you asking me... Well, uh, oh, you're saying you don't take my questions oh seriously? Oh, Lord. No, because you never have any serious wow, questions. Wow, you're a piece of shit. Um, Wait, is this, the first, say, is this like the first time Noob Noob's ever asked a serious question? I'm a hard-hitting reporter. There are several people who... Uh, here's how I'll answer this. There were several people who were afraid to work against... First serious question. First serious question ever. So here's how I answer it, is that there were many people out there who were afraid of Jeffrey Epstein because they said that he worked for intelligence agencies, whether it be Mossad, the CIA, or anything else. So if there are people saying that they thought he worked for an intelligence agency and some of the victims are saying he ran a huge blackmail scam, there's a very good possibility, um, not to mention he seemed to have been um, grooming some of these girls for whether it be intelligence work or he was using them just strictly for blackmail pieces, I think there's a high likelihood that uh, you know, he could have been working for somebody like that. But hey, we so, all know how it ends. So you would, you would call Jeffrey Epstein a legend. A legend of tomorrow. The CW he's show dead, that so I he's love. not a legend of tomorrow. Oh, he's a legend. He's a legend of today and the future. He's dead. Yeah. In, Good riddance. But not in our hearts. He's alive. And uh, so let's move on to a show that's near and dear to my heart. DC's Legends of Tomorrow. We're actually reviewing this thing? Yeah, season five just ended. Uh, So this this show is very weird, to be honest. Uh, So it's it's five seasons in. This season wasn't as good as the past. It's got a 99% on Rotten Tomatoes. It does. It's very weird. So the last two seasons, 98% for season four, 99% season five who's rating these things uh well let's see how many reviews uh 13 oh that's not that, i mean to have it at 99 percent, that's not bad for 13 reviews that's um, very interesting it it is it, but that name's not real uh, so did they have a star trek episode they do was it good <laughs> yes kind of w- would scott like to watch it no, he would bitch because no. it's my recommendation, so he's just forcibly not going to like it. Regardless. I mean, I'm not watching anything on that channel. I mean, that's plain and simple. So here, here's what I'll say. You about, don't watch anything anyway, so you're, it's, you're yeah, kind of you're making yourself stuff. irrelevant. Yeah, your reviews suck. <laughs> Why don't you review the scotch? That scotch you have, review it. Fucking asshole. It's, anyway. It's a very, it's a very um, peaty, it's good. strong smell. The aroma I spent all of my unemployment on it. It's good. <laughs> the aroma on it is fantastic. GoFundMe page for Scott's next beer. Oh, um, should we start that? A GoFundMe for Scott's next drink? <laughs> the, 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 taste anyway. is, the taste is very smoky with a very nice aftertaste that sticks with you for a few minutes. 
Okay, that's that's cool. Uh, so so DC is Legend of Tomorrow season five. What I'll say about this show is this seasonal arc wasn't very good. Like the season finale, I'm like, okay, this kind of sucked, but it had one of uh, several memorable. <laughs> so this show does a fantastic job of, of spoofing. And uh, paying homage to like Star Trek. God, I'm bored. Uh, fuck you. And uh, it's also like a revolving door of castmates. So we lost three castmates this year. Three more? Three, <laughs> no, three total. Three total. So we lost Brandon Routh, the Adam, his wife. Uh, and we nepotism? also lost uh, Charlie. <laughs> Charlie. She was uh, actually a centerpiece of this season. She was one of the gods. That the season revolved around, but she's been on the show for three years, playing a different character. And now she's like an animorph god that shapeshifts and all this shit. Oh boy, yeah, it's weird. Anyway, but uh, I would recommend it solely for the standalone episodes, not necessarily the seasonal arc, which is weird for me because I like. So you're just arc. saying like watch a couple episodes? Isn't it like twenty? Is it twenty-two? No, episodes? no. it's shorter. It's like fourteen, sixteen episodes. Yeah. Like, I could probably put together a greatest hits list, and you could just watch them, and they have nothing to do with the seasonal arcs, and it's just pure pure entertainment. All right. Well, I'm already bored, so let's yeah. let's move on. And I think I played all, right. all my sound effects on this page while you were doing that. You so. did. You did, because yep. you're a piece of shit. So let's move on to something you actually sort of reviewed, maybe, Scott. Is it Snowpiercer? Did you take a ride on the piercing train? I did. I was pierced. I mean, I mean it was the Snowpiercer that we're yes. talking about. You Snowpiercer. The new TNT show Snowpiercer you watched. How many episodes? He 100% did not watch the new TNT show because Scott lives in a cave and is oblivious to the world and, and watched a movie from and when, 2006. And when, when did this come out, Scott? 2013. <laughs> okay, at least you're within 10 so, years of the movie so, being released. So when so when I was told we were doing Snowpiercer, I, was not, I didn't really look at the year when I looked it up on Netflix. You mean the movie I literally the reviewed movie, two Snow episodes Piercer. ago? Did you? I literally reviewed this movie two episodes ago. No. This show is very different. And this show, no. no, it's not that different. It's, it's the same similar plot. Uh, no. It's pretty close. It seems like a prequel, but who knows? It could be a prequel. If 100... Shut the... F you fucking re <laughs> reject... So anyway, so, so, Scott watched so the movie. Apparently, Gen Jennifer Connelly still has a job. But yeah, I watched the movie. It was 2013. It made me, it made me want to see uh, Captain America and Hellboy team up. That would be really interesting. I think Captain America be cool. and Hellboy. Yeah, Ron yeah, Perlman because, because, because was, was not in this movie. It was Captain America and and the guy from from Hellboy, the Doctor from Hellboy. So it was like, yeah, I want to see Captain America and Hellboy team up. The doctor. Oh, the old guy? The old guy. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, okay. All right. Yeah. That's pretty obscure. Sure. So that's <laughs> that's definitely not I, where actually, I thought you were going I probably, with that. I, the red flag should have been raised like at the very beginning when it's like a uh, a Weinstein production. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I saw, yeah, I, yeah, but it's, I saw that and I was like, huh, wait a second. Don't so you remember? Oh, you're still doing it, huh? <laughs> I reviewed Parasite and the movies that that director did and I was like, I went back and revisited you his think, older movies. You, you think I pay attention Bong to anything? you do this this i mean the movie wasn't horrible it's it's cool it's on netflix check it out it's interesting yeah we already reviewed this let me so review the let's, show. we're gonna review the show we so, well we watched one i watched one episode what did you watch? i've watched every episode it's three episodes so okay, far so you're three in yeah uh i i enjoy it it's not you know superb i do by means, have but. all of these episodes on dvr for me to watch still 
So there. So you had it so on DVR, there. but you went on Netflix. Here's to the look problem, the, though. This is on pseudo network TV, so it's TNT. So there's going to be 22 episodes of this. Yeah, it's going to be drawn. There's the fuck no out. way that this like is going to be that good. They're just going to draw this way, way yeah. out. Yeah. So I, I feel like uh, it's definitely going to lose steam because the movie. Is, it's a train. It, it's a train. Choo, choo. <laughs> I see yes. what you did there. So for those who saw the movie, the movie was a very, you know, succinct plot. You kind of get to point A to point B, find out the mystery, and shit happens. This is a very different avenue that they take. Uh, it's more of a detective approach, and there's a murder mystery. And the Is Snowpiercer a chick flick? No. Because Sorry. that would be very interesting would you to like watch. to ride the bone train? There is romance. <laughs> the bone train. And interracial couples. And the lead is actually quite good. I, I like the lead. the lead. I do like the actors. I think it's well acted. Um, the guy, Trevor, from GTA is in it. So yes. he's cool. David Diggs plays the lead as Leighton Well. He is the detective uh, who comes from the back of the train to kind of find the murderer. Um, Jennifer Connelly plays the what the hell do they call her? The not the she's hospitality. Hospitality services, yes. None of your information uh, helps me. I definitely can see this show. What does Tomato Meter say? Uh, okay, sure. That is also not. That's oh, from the movie. That's Scott. that's the movie. Damn it! Just keep getting confused. So the critic consensus: Snowpiercer takes a different route in its source material, crafting an ambitious sci-fi mystery with style to spare but with little of the subversive bite of Bong Joon-ho's theatrical adaptation, which is pretty accurate. I think that's pretty accurate, I think too. it looks fantastic, and stylistically, it's much better than the movie, but I think it's, it's going to Better than the movie? Stylistically, It yes. doesn't make any sense. Like, you go from one room... It's it supposed to be... Better. Shut up. It's supposed to be a train, right? Sure. One room looks like it's a tiny train, like car. The next room looks like a freaking enormous... Like it, does, I don't think there's no sense things. of scale. Like it doesn't really match. I don't think as well as so is it is, as as the director's Bong Joon Ho's actual movie. It, so it, I just don't think it's it. There's not as a clear vision. Is it with like it, the TARDIS? The he had it. Where like it's bigger on the inside. Oh yes, it seems like it for sure. Yes, uh, I, I would recommend it though. If I like, think if you're looking for something to catch, you should watch it. Right, it's not bad. It's not great, but it's entertaining, and and I think it's it's mildly interesting, uh, and the acting is good. We actually do have a, re a request in the chat room. Uh, we are, are requested to review a chick flick. So, uh, and if you'd like to suggest a chick flick for uh, Noob Noob to watch, and then he can review. Oh, that. he'll watch it. I love chick flicks. And. Um, Actually, yeah, I think you have reviewed more chick flicks. Yeah, he reviewed uh, Last many Christmas, chick many chick flicks. Yeah. Last, Last night, Christmas, remember? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah he reviewed mind. a bunch of stupid yeah, ones. That comment just got blocked. You fingered me away. Yes, you, you mentally blocked that out because you didn't want to see any of those movies. Yeah. Anyway. Why is there no nudity in chick flicks? Because they're PG-13. Are they really? Pretty much. No. Well, they anyway. should make some rated R1. They should, they should, they should make a rated R1 with a ton of dong. <laughs> oh, just bring on that dong. Sure. That's cool. That's what girls want to see, right? Dong? Yes. Yeah, just, just penis. I mean, that's why... What about dong on oh, dong? That's, that's why whenever I meet somebody new, I always start with a dick pic. Oodles of dick, yes. What they what they do want to watch, maybe, is sort of a chick flick. Dong space in space? Force. Space Force in space. Space in Boots space. Boots on the moon. Boots on the moon. Boots on the moon. So Space Force is Netflix's new show starring Steve Carell. And I was super excited when it came in because, uh, before it came out rather, 
because Steve Carell's fantastic in almost everything he does. He very rarely misses. I got kind of an office vibe from the previews I saw, and then I watched the first episode, and I was like, okay, this kind of sucks. And I binged it, so I'm not going to go into a full review, but I know Z watched it. I also, episode. I binged it as well. I finished it up today as well. Oh, you finished it. Scott, yeah. finishing something. I'm about halfway through it, uh, give or take, what's it, 10 episodes? It gets better. So, yeah, so it, uh, why don't we get yours, and then me and Noob Noob can follow up without spoiling what you don't know. Well, what I find interesting, it, it, it seems to be a very polarizing show. Uh, the critics do not like it. Um, I can see why they don't like it, but I can also, I, I think if you, let, if, you, if you grow with the show a little bit and let it kind of figure out where it's going, it's weird. It's a kind of workplace drama. It's supposed to be a spoof, but I, I don't think, I think the critics don't like it because it doesn't uh, spoof hard enough. It kind of takes the middle ground. Like, it's going to make fun of lefties, but it's also going to make fun of righties. It's going to make fun of uh, POTUS, you know, was, President it, Trump, it, I it guess. Was, it was supposed to be a slam at our current president and his idea to have Space Force, but never really followed up It does on that. not go hard on that. It actually kind of treats it pretty, pretty straight there. So I think people are kind of, not people, but, you know, the left uh, media shills are going to go against it. It, it, it's it. The only thing I'll say from what I've seen so far is that it seems to be a little bit confused, especially the first episode. But moving forward, like it doesn't know if it wants to be like a real serious comedy or a family dramedy. So it's kind of like towing the, the the line there, where it doesn't really know where it wants to get. But as it's gone forward, like I found some of the episodes so far pretty funny. There's a a chimp a chimpstronaut chimpstronaut puppernaut. There's those are pretty hysterical. I, I found those parts to be really funny. Also, what's interesting? Read, you don't really necessarily have to go in order with this. I accidentally watched second episode before I realized it was a second episode, and I just fell into it like it was natural. So, they're kind of standalone-ish, yeah, right? They are, they it are it is. It's not an overarching exactly, theme, you right? You don't necessarily have I to. Mean, you, 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 Boots of the Moon is the theme. Yeah, you do and don't. You don't necessarily have to watch it completely in order. They do stand alone. There is a there is a continuing theme through the whole thing, but these episodes do stand alone. So if you don't catch them in order, that's not an issue. Boobs on the Moon. Yeah. Twenty twenty four. Right? Is that what it is? Yes. Boobs on the boobs moon. Boobs on the moon. Boobs uh, on the moon. If so, anything uh, yeah, good I, can come out of this effing year, let's put boobs on the goddamn moon so at least there's one win this year so far. Yeah, so I, I would kind of equate this to the first season of The Office. It was kind of finding its footing. Uh, Steve Carell gives a fantastic performance. John Malkovich is awesome. There's a good Yo, by the way, does Netflix own John Malkovich or something? He was in Bird Box... He's been in, like, so many Netflix shows. It's crazy. Like, if you actually look it up, because I didn't bother to do that before I came here, but I know he was in Bird Box, and I know he was in, like, a handful of other either Netflix movies or shows. What, does he have an exclusive deal with Netflix? He probably just gets he gets offered a bunch of money. He's like, fuck it, why not? He's great. I, I think he's just I, phenomenal. I, 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 I love seeing him. I did see an article recently where, like, one of the things that's a problem right now with budget movies is that all these huge budget names are going in what should be low budget films and, and shows and stuff like that. So there's definitely something weird with, you know, the industry that you don't you can't have these million dollar per episode names in these TV shows because it's it's ruining the whole like TV industry. So you're saying that John Malkovich is a budget player and he's willing to play ball. Uh yeah. Uh, maybe no, maybe not. I mean, I don't know. Steve Carell still on his hype. I mean, 
this could be a huge budget just because of, you know, Karela Malkovich. What the f- He was just in something on Netflix. I cannot remember what it was. John Malkovich? Yeah. Why don't you, why don't you uh, look that up? So would you say, Scott, was it worth watching it all the way through? So, I mean, this is a big, big title for Netflix, and it sure looks like they spent a boatload of money on it. Was it worth it? It's, it's, it's not something to invest in. It's something to kill the time with. Um, it's like background noise? I, 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 it's background noise. I disagree with Noob Noob about Steve Carell. I could not really get into his character at all. He's put he's putting on this voice where he's real aggressive I'm a general. the whole time, and I'm a general, and da, 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 and it never really plays for him. He could have easily played it with the same voice he did for um, uh, Scott. Uh, uh, he's in Velvet Buzzsaw. From so John his, Malkovich his, was in Velvet Velvet Buzz, yeah. Buzzsaw, Steve, which was a Netflix Steve, movie. Steve Carell could easily have played it with the same voice he did in The Office. And it would have been fine. The voice he put on for this one was was uh, distracting at best. John Malkovich, I don't care what he's in. He can play John Malkovich every time. It, it can be perfect because it's still the same delivery when he emphasizes everything that he says to get it across in the same John Malkovich way. He was great in it. It seemed like the supporting cast was a lot stronger than Steve Carell was. I would say, from your assessment there, a I think John Malkovich does he doesn't just play himself, which I, I think can be lost at times. Like he definitely does play a different character. What I would say, the thing I didn't like about Steve Carell, I, I could I'm okay with the voice. I'm I'm a general. I'm a gruff general. But I, I didn't like some of the weird moments of just him doing stuff like seemed kind of ad libbed that just did not. I just didn't get it. Also, I didn't laugh. Also, I didn't find it funny. You also never really learn if he's competent or not. There's times that he's an idiot, and there's times that he's actually really smart. So it does go back and forth where he never really figures out the IQ of his character. That is tough because if you compare it to Michael Scott from The Office, like Michael Scott could easily be a manager in a paper company who's just a complete maniac. Or like a idiot. bank or something. Or a bank or something like that. But this guy was totally, like, he's a four-star general. He survived, like, uh, one of his war stories is that he got shot down over Serbia. So I think it's kind of weird having this, like, is he competent? Is he not competent? It's it's a little strange. Uh, I think he is supposed to be competent, but... I will say I really don't like the daughter. I find her really annoying. Um, you actually, as the season going, because you say you're halfway through, there are episodes that do um, uh, bring her into a little more where you do appreciate her. Lisa Kudrow also makes more appearances as the wife. Um, I like Lisa Kudrow. Like I, I thought said, she was funny. Especially as the season goes on, the supporting cast absolutely is allowed to shine, and they make the story a lot more interesting. It seemed like the more they got away from Steve Carell, the better the show was. She- yeah, I, I think they made it a good family drama part, uh, but I still I thought Steve Crow was still really good. He just played basically a mix of a four-star general and his character from The Office. Yeah, which I, I don't know if that was the right approach there. Uh, I don't know. At least at least if he could decide if he was going to be a bank manager, an idiot bank manager, or a general. Like, pick one or the other. It, it's just, he, he was just, it's not like he could really find his character. Yeah. I mean, it does I, feel like that was was one thing I would say about the show. It does feel like they're trying to find their footing. Maybe a season two will do better. The the audience seems to like it 
more than the critics. The critics absolutely hate it. Again, I think that's political because they don't think that it skewers the president as much as they want it to. I think that's kind of foolish because Space Force, they actually make, there's there's an episode where they make an impassioned plea as to why Space Force is actually very relevant and very important. And Neil deGrasse Tyson has actually made the, made the case for having a Space Force. We have assets in space, literally, we just got to watch one of the most amazing things I've seen in, in my lifetime, which was the uh, SpaceX rocket be delivered to the International Space Station, which was the first time a commercial flight has ever delivered anyone into space, and which I, think, I thought was absolutely awesome. And I think those SpaceX rocket landing last year was actually pretty cool, too. That All that's really cool, and that stuff is important and needs to be protected. And yes, clearly the Chinese have uh, things that will come in and snip the wings off stuff. I don't know, it's just... Chinese model, egg rolls on the moon, 2020. <laughs> so I just, I don't know. I thought it was decent. I think it's a little disappointing for Netflix, but uh, maybe season two will be better. Uh, and is there has there been word on season two yet? Because they definitely... I can't imagine it's, it's not going to be it's, greenlit. It's, no, there hasn't been, but it, they spent too much money, and it's Steve Carell. They're going to make They're going to make Yeah, they, is, he's a big name. He's big money. And uh, The Office was the number one show on Netflix anyway, good. so I'm sure he wants to, they want him to stay there. Because and, and the reason I can say that this was a decent show is because they had that cliffhanger at the end of this and i really want to see what happens next when yeah. when, when it's well, yeah. good they got you hooked yeah when it hit, when it curious. hits when it hits the end there when it hits that cliffhanger you're vested enough in the characters and you're like i want to know what happens next so it, it it caught me well enough like i said not something to invest a lot of time into but great background noise good it's popcorn it's it, it's a popcorn show it's just hang out watch it and enjoy it for what it is yeah, well, let's uh, let's move on to a show that uh, we've all fully watched. I think uh, that's Rick and Morty season four. Rick and Morty season four, kind of controversial, I would say. Although very highly rated. Well, the critics are dopes, so of course they're gonna like it. Well, I mean, yeah, ninety-four percent for the tomato meter, comparatively to other seasons. Ninety-six for season three. Ninety-one for season two. 96 for season one. It's definitely not anywhere near season... Any of the other seasons? Yes. I would say it's the lowest of the the four seasons for me. So it's like the winter of the seasons. It is the winter of the seasons. Yeah, the critic consensus, uh, Rick and Morty's fourth season is both an exciting progression and delightful return to form that proves it's well well worth the two-year wait, which it, it was still good. I just don't think it was as consistently good as previous seasons. I mean, if you're asking for my assessment, we're looking at... There's one episode that was a classic, which I would say was the Vat of of Acid episode, which was just, as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, this is a classic episode. Uh, The season finale was not bad, but the rest of it was highly mediocre. But you're also talking about, what, four episodes after we waited for how many months for this to come back? Well, that's yeah. the problem. They released five episodes, right? And then they released another five after, what, two or three months later? And it's like, it's very disjointed. There's no overarching plot from this one, which is... Sort of. They tie some things together. But the other thing, too, is to me, what was I saying, Noob Noob? That this was, reminds me of the NFL, where you get a really highly play, paid athlete who came off of an amazing year, right? right off of their rookie contract, and then they get paid tens of millions of dollars, and they're like, yeah, thanks, I'll take that money, and then they just It's suck. an outrage. Dan Harbin got his big money, and he's like, fuck you, people. 
They also did a, an- a lot of people were pissed off at the, the, the conclusion of this where they did answer a question from a few seasons ago about Beth and her clone. Last season. Last, that was then literally it was last, last season. Literally, but it was two I, years I, yeah, ago. Then it was years ago, so that's why I felt like it was like 18 seasons ago. They never, they, they said they were going to answer that question mm-hmm. and never really did. So a lot of, it, it pissed off a lot of people with that too. I will say the song, by the way, at the end of that season is really awesome. Uh, I love their music choices, Rick and Morty. I just think they're, they're fantabulous. But, oh, uh, man, yeah. geez, seriously? I just, uh, is this the end? Uh, so what do you think, guys? Is this, the, is this the downfall of Rick and Morty? Did they get their money and they're just going to, maybe we'll get lucky with a good episode every once in a while and they're just like, we don't care what the fans think? It feels like it because you watch what happened with that other Netflix show that just came out with the aliens. Um, I forget what it's called. It's, oh, it's, Solar. Yeah, it's, uh, it's Hulu. Yeah, or Hulu, whatever. Is it's, it Hulu? It's, it's that forgettable that no one cares. I'm not expecting... I've heard nothing about that show. What yeah. the hell is it called? Solar, solar Eclipses or something? Sol- solar Ass. Solar Ass. Solar Anus. You have a... F- I'm not going to Google it. Rect- you should Google rect- it. Rect- Fuck. Rectal in my solar anus. Exploring your anus from the moons of Saturn with Pluto. But nobody ca- nobody cares. Solar Opposites. Yeah. Solar Opposites. And it's, nobody cares. And it's like I said, even the main characters in that were horrible. They had a good backstory, but the main characters weren't that good. It wasn't a great show. I do feel like that's just going to be the main theme from these guys. They're going to get paid. They're going to half-heartedly put stuff in, and they're not going to really try that hard. And here's here's my my biggest Ooh, issue. Your little flappy is, doodles are twitching. Does that mean you're aroused, or did you just get a signal that one of your buddies found a? That, okay. that was a, <laughs> that that sound Dan, clip was not completed. <laughs> Dan Harmon literally made an episode about his own theory on 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 story writing. And was bemoaning, like to me, that was a big complaint and bragging. Like, so the guy's going to tell us about his his story circle, which is really just a ripoff. Did we talk about this before? The ripoff of of John uh, Joseph Campbell's, uh, what the hell is that called? The Hero's Journey. Uh, yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. So which Star Wars is based off? So there was a book written back in the fifties or sixties called The Hero's Journey, which just documents how. Um, Many cultures over thousands and thousands of, of human history all have a very similar story, which is called the, the, the hero's journey, right? Oh, my God. So, who the hell cares? So Dan Harmon came up with his own hero's journey where he has his own circle of the hero's journey, and he explains it to us in an episode and then complains about how difficult it is to to please the fans and to please the, the corporate overlords that he has and everything else and it's like dude shut up and just write the show for us like i don't need a meta show about you complaining about how hard it is to write rick and morty like come on man lick 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 my balls exactly lick my balls so i don't know do you agree do you guys agree i I, I feel i feel like i feel like if you look at the image right now on our youtube that exactly what we see is what's happening is rick and morty giving us the finger I kind of felt like that after the story, the story train episode. Yeah, and just how weak some of these episodes have been. The face hugger episode was probably one of the weakest I've seen in a long, long time. Um, what were some of the other and that, episodes? And that, that, that wasn't even, uh, and that wasn't even properly put together. How do you screw up an animated show that bad? That's not even put together. They did a transition in the middle. They went back and told Ben uh, uh, the River the sister's story, mm-hmm. and. They didn't transition. It was like all of a sudden it just like was somewhere else, and you're like, did the show just start over? Like, what the hell? 
Yeah, there was the the toilet shitting episode. There was the heist episode. The dragon episode. The snake uh, the episode, dragon was, pretty episode was pretty mediocre. I like the snake episode. Snake the dragon episode, episode was, was pretty mediocre. The snake episode. Dops uh, in the house. The train episode. Face hugger episode. The acid episode. On YouTube Live, Doc is in the house. <clears throat> uh, what up, Doc? Childrick of Mork. Uh, of Mort. That was the family episode. And then the Beth episode. So yeah, they, they all had like central themes, but they were very like contained. They didn't really have a huge arc overall. Uh, I, I mean, I still thought, you know, a handful of them were pretty good. One or two were really good. The Vativ episode, like you said, or Vativ Acid episode. But uh, it, it's still a good show. I mean, it's better than most, but it's not as good as it's, it was. It's not up to its own standards, which no, I think is not. kind of amusing. Yeah, I mean, literally came off one of the best seasons with Pickle Rick and the, the Citadel Ricks episode. And, uh, you know, I, I know it's hard to top those things, but what are you going to do? Yeah. Oh, I think Scott's trying to tell us something. I think that's about it. So, if you like what you heard here this week, go on over to Instagram and check us out at orc underscore you. Check us out at youtube.com slash reviews will kill you if you're not listening to our podcast, which is on Stitcher and Google Play and Spotify and iTunes. Go to facebook.com slash reviews will kill you and join us there. And as always, reviews will kill you is brought to you for free. Thanks to scottwillkillyou.com because they're once one website. You have a one-stop shop for music videos, for music, for podcasts, for videos. There's all kinds of fun stuff there. So, of course, go to scottwillkillyou.com because Scott will kill you with LaFroy. Ah, Yes. If you would like to see, you know, also uh, more GTA content, uh, we're definitely thinking about doing some more of that as well. Uh, we've had a really good response with some of that stuff. And uh, Doc, as Doc says, uh, team money in the house. And as always, we and do know that YouTube, the algorithms and, and everything else, they're messed up. Everyone knows that. Every show on YouTube's talking about it. So we need you to subscribe. We need you to like. We need you to share. We need you to bring your friends. Share. We want to see you Friday nights. Come join us in the chat. That's always live. We want to make this a great big party. Absolutely, and uh, I guess that wraps everything up. So from all of us here at Orku to all of y'all at home, we love y'all. Mahalo. That's not a heart, is it? You suck.